0: Blessed assurance and welcome to Kingdom Christian Fellowship, KCF. We reveal the reality of the Kingdom of God and Christ Jesus in the lives of people all over the world. As you listen to this message, we pray that you are blessed and inspired to improve your relevance in the Kingdom of God. Spirit of the Living God, we are grateful for the REMA Conference. We are grateful for an opportunity to gather as a body. Where would we be without you? Spirit of the living God, we ask that truly our vessels will be living sacrifices before you. Give us the necessary tools so that we can live a life that glorifies you, my master and my friend. Spirit of the living God, I submit my entire being to you. I'm nothing, nothing, nothing without you. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Spirit of the living God, we pray that in today's gathering, we shall see the healings that you prophesied and promised. That the lady who is here, who is having an issue with her breathing, That you will touch her and she will know that you touched her. Spirit of the living God, we commit this gathering into your hands. And we ask that every burden on our hands will be taken away and be flooded with your burden. In the name of Jesus, we love you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Kindly take your seats. If you allow me, I can sing for days, I'm telling you. I can sing for days. But we have an assignment. If I, if I don't do that, Reverend, Reverend Rolando never invites me here to come and talk to any of us. Hallelujah. It's so good to be here. And I also want to honor my spiritual father, Apostle Kingsley, Jake Godson. He's a good man. Before I came here, I had a phone conversation with him and he was just praying with me. And praying for all of you that you, your life will not be the same. So, Papa, whoever you are, love you so much. You can take your seats. By God's mercy, Bishop Botry came here yesterday and he taught a very powerful word. Hallelujah. When Bishop Botry teaches you can, you will see that you have to go and learn. And I, just like what Reverend Roland was saying, when he went to the car, he was asking for more, uh, you know. The second part of the notes is deep. Hallelujah. And today I have a very simple assignment. I'll do it and I'll go home. Hallelujah. And I pray that you will be blessed. Hallelujah. Look at the person sitting at your right and say, today I will be blessed. What is that? In fact, not your right. That person sitting by you. (laughs) Because some of you are looking at your chest. (laughs) Look at the person sitting by you and say, today I will be blessed. Today I will be blessed. By God's mercy, the theme for this conference is living as a living sacrifice. And it's very, very profound in this season, you know. There are many people who have the title or, or the belief that they are pursuers of Jesus. But then what makes us pursuers of Jesus is the life that we live. Oh, yeah. The life that is separated to him. By God's mercy, our foundational scripture, or the, the foundational scripture that was given to us, Romans chapter 12, from verse 1, And surprisingly, well, I don't say surprising, because the Holy Spirit always does this thing. I was meditating on this scripture. Oh, yeah. Romans chapter 12, from verse 1. Very, very, very powerful scripture. And the Bible said that, I beseech you, therefore, if you look at other translations, beseech means edge. It's like a cry, it's a burden. I beseech you. So, at an edge, a cry, a burden is like an earnest desire that Paul had for the people in Rome that they give of their lives to him, to the master. And if you are a student, if you, I mean, anything that you see someone, Giving you like a lot of pressure. You see, that thing is important. It's like your parents, when you were, most of you who when you were coming to Ashesi, they sat down and gave you some pep talks. Or, oh, how I many of us received those pep talks? And those pep talks, hey, people didn't receive pep talks. Wow. For me, when I was coming to Ashesi, 2012, <laughs> that's a long time. I feel so old. But I like 2012. I remember my parents spoke to me. When I come here, I need to make sure that I. I do what I'm supposed to do. Live a pure life I live a holy life, you know? All of those, everything they've taught me, I should make sure I I don't, I shouldn't come and disgrace them. Those were not the exact words, but I'm I'm just giving you an example. Those words, it's like an edge. It's like a, it's, it's a very important word. A very important statement before I left the house. And when you are getting married, your parents might also have that conversation with you. Might have that conversation with you. And these conversations shows the importance of it hallelujah and this is what paul told the, the the church in rome that i beseech you i urge you i'm begging you i'm pleading with you brethren in other scriptures it says my brothers and my sisters in christ by the mercy he didn't just stop by saying i beseech you therefore that you present darby he said i beseech you therefore i edge number one brethren those who are in the same vineyard as i am by the mercies of god just say it's like have underline, underlined and underlined and underlined, boldened and underline, underlined and underlined to emphasize the importance. Yeah. Then he says that you present, you surrender, you give your life, you submit your life, you submit your body as a living sacrifice, holy, blameless, acceptable, presentable to God, which is your reasonable service. Selah. You know what salam means? Pause. It's it's in uh, in Hebrew. Salam means pause. So what this scripture is actually emphasizing to us is that when you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, it is then that you you are giving good service to him. Hallelujah. We'll take our time and we'll dive into the word and we'll have a, a Holy Ghost encounter in this place. The whole place will be scattered. So, you let's, let's get ready for that one. <laughs> Holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. I want us to focus on a few words, and then I'll, I'll leave the rest to all the other people who will be teaching. Hallelujah. That you present your bodies. Now, I want us to look at something. Every single one of us have bodies, right? Unless there are some of you who have uh, spiritual, but you know, but we all of us here have bodies and they have very similar traits that every single one of us have. Right? We all ha- have two eyes. Some people have four. I mean, depending on where you're coming from. My wife has four eyes. <laughs> we all have two ears. We all have a mouth. We all have hands. All have feet. All have private parts. All have the one at the back all of us. And you will notice that all these parts have a way of influencing you. Did you know that? When the Bible says that you present your body to him, it means you present your entire body to him. I'm going to break it down and look at the parts of the body that has a direct influence on you. Hallelujah. I'll just look at the first one, the eye. Hallelujah. The eye. And I want us to look at the scripture in Matthew chapter 6, from verse 21. 22, actually. Let's look at 22. The Bible says that the lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. Meaning that what your eye sees has the tendency of making your body pure or not. Right? Whatever your eye sees, it has the tendency of making your vessel pure or not. Or it has the tendency of not making you a living sacrifice. The lamp of your body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. And that's the reason why the things that you watch can have a direct influence on your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The people who are in Jamestown today, they are influenced. Jamestown is a town in a crowd. just in case um, you are not in this place. You're taking offense. No, don't take offense. I'm from Jamestown. Same man, That's powerful. The people in Jamestown have a way that they live, all of them. Because they are influenced by what they are seeing there. And that is a lot of women don't work. Huh? A lot of the women there, they don't like to work. They don't don't work. So every woman who comes from that place has that thing. Unless by divine visitation. A lot of them, because of what they have seen, they feel like, when I'm 16 years and I I start menstruating, it is now time to populate and increase the earth. (laughs) Go ye therefore into the world and populate it. So, you would, when you go there, you would see that they start giving birth, my dear, from 16. 16, 17, 18. You see that they already have two children. Why? Because they are influenced by the things that they are seeing. Your eye is the lamp to your body. Therefore, if your eye is good, then mm-hmm. your body is full of light. All of them, if you like, if you, like try it today, let tomorrow. Let's go for vacation. <laughs> you will see that a lot of them in that particular place have a similar trait. They all shout on top of their voices because, oh my God! They all shout. We all of us. It's. It, I mean, it was just because of the Holy Spirit that it touched me. So now when I'm talking, I do Holy Spirit. Those days, those days when I talk, I talk. Uh-huh. The, the level is high. Because where I came from, no, we speak very high. We don't. We don't speak normal. If you speak normal, you do not hear us. You have to speak loud because we're influenced by the sea. So you know, if I speak very, you won't hear me. <laughs> influenced by the things that they see. Bringing it home, whatever you spend time watching has the tendency of influencing you and if you see that for instance if you are you are struggling with masturbation or if you're struggling with pornography or if you're struggling with all the other hominines you will see that it's always triggered when you watch something please uh, you don't know uh, you won't you you won't let people know that you are inside you know I believe strongly by the power of the Holy Spirit, that shackle will be broken in the name of Jesus. Don't worry. You will see that every time that a corner appetite for it starts to come. It's when you are scrolling on Instagram, scrolling on TikTok, and then you see all the things that they do. Right now, it's so so dangerous. You know, it's very dangerous. In me a married man it gets very dangerous so you can ask my wife I've just been blocking block, and I see now block when I see I block when I see I block when I see I block because every time that my eye glances on them I sense the same account that you sense even, 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 even though I'm a man of God if your the lamp of your body is the eye if therefore your eye is good your whole body will be full of light. The eye. Now, let's look at the ears. When we look at Romans chapter 10 from 17, there's a very popular scripture. The Bible says that for faith, it cometh by hearing, and hearing of the word of God. What that actually means is that whatever you hear, you also become. As you hear the word of God, as you are very intentional about listening to sermons, listening to instructions, listen, you see that you'll become whatever has been told to you. Right? in the same vein, we are also influenced by the things that we listen to if you are very if you like documentaries um, those i used to love to park i used to love DMX very much you guys know DMX or it's not your, uh, you guys don't know DMX i would have been very, my heart would have skipped a beat <laughs> you know him i used to love listening to DMX and i noticed that the music that they release environment, the people who listen to the music that, that they release are influenced by the sound that comes from them. So, when you go to the Bronx, for instance, and all the people that they listen to, they, they listen to harder hip-hop than most of you listen to. When you go to the Bronx, when the sm- music that is played in the Bronx, you see that every, and most of them, about 90%, let's say 90%, of the people who listen to the music there are influenced by their life. Girls that drinking, and drugs. They a lot of them have been able to make those things very appealing, and a lot of people are influenced by it. And that's why I, I believe it strongly. There were nights, a lot of nights, where I did a lot of about a lot of study about music. I stopped because I started having some some attacks, so I stopped. But in those nights, I came to understand. Everything that you listen to is from somewhere. Music is one of the few things that can enter you without your permission. That's the reason why I can be listening to, I can if music, a song can be playing in my head, and then you see that the person who is sitting by me, he too, he starts to harm it. Have you wondered? Have you have you wondered? Oh, it has never happened to you before. It was like last week or something. My wife and I were sitting there, and there was a music that was playing in my head. By the time I saw she was started singing it, and I was like, that song I was harming it in my head. I wasn't, like, wasn't how it for her to hear. It was in my head. Why? Because the things that you listen to have a tendency of affecting your body and preventing you from being a living sacrifice. That's why God said you offer your body. He didn't say offer your hand, nor your ear. I mean, there are other scriptures that talk about the renewal of the mind. That is also there. But they were, the scripture was very intentional about mentioning bodies. Your body. I almost said Mekra. Mekra is my soul. So, not, not mikra. Your body, It was very intentional about mentioning the body because the body is one thing that has the tendency of dictating whether you make it to heaven or not and not be there. Do you know that? That when you are called into glory, your body will be left here. It will, it will rot somewhere in uh, Osu, Osu, Osu Cemetery or uh, wherever you are from. For well, the bougie people, maybe they can put you in Larchebe funeral homes, you know, and um, the Gethsemane. I mean, you can you can transitions, yeah. You can be in transitions for a while. You can transition, and actually, those places it's not forever. You are there for like 40 years or 40 years, and you'll be paying rent. Do you know that? So yeah, you say wow. So <laughs> the rich people, you can go there. As for me, I'm going to Osu Cemetery. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you notice that this body give you a lot of appetites, but it will not make it on the day of reckoning when you meet the master face-to-face. Do you know my dear? Your your body will not be there. This body that is making us do all these things that we we are suffering, it will not be there. It will not be there. This body will not be there, but it's it's the medium through which things are done on this earth. That's why when demons want to do certain things, they want to possess a man so that they can be able to fully function. Because demons can't function on their own with the on, on their own. No, 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 no. They, have, they need to possess a man. They have also understood the principle of bodies being important for them to be f- to freely do what they need to do. Living sacrifice. Living a life of sacrifice with your body. Things we've mentioned the eye, we've mentioned the ear, and I'm, I always want to talk about music, especially for us who really want to dedicate their lives to Christ. I'll, I'll admonish you that with the help of the Holy Spirit, help ask Him to help you take you away from secular music, it will save your life. Because I will tell you one thing. Uh, there was this day, I'm a musician, for most of you who know. And there was this day, I used to go and record at a place in East Ligon, Reverend Rowley. And one of the faithful days, I went there. I beg you, please sit down. I, you want to hear what I'm saying? <laughs> one of the days, I went to the recording studio, and there was this guy. So it's, it's done in sessions, okay? It's done in sessions, like the way you have lecture. Even though um, lecture room 116, you are doing other classes to have it, Right? And one of the days I went to the studio to go and record and there was this guy who was having a session and they asked me to sit outside. I didn't know why. But When it was time for my session, when I entered into the booth, the whole booth had an atmosphere. Look at your neighbor and say atmosphere. Yeah. When I got into the booth, I started smelling weed because they needed to be in a certain frequency to be able to release a certain sound. So that the people who listen can also be influenced by that sound. So, in in, in your eyes, you see that, oh, tell it when they heard a song, they go on, tell it, tell it, beat, no, boom, 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 boom. But you have no idea the cooking process. The Acona that we enjoy, if some, no, no, I don't even use that corner Some of the popular watch joints that you enjoy. If some of you are to sit there and watch where they are cooking it. The way, that, the way you like to arrange your books like this. You want to arrange your shoes like this. You fold your, your clothes like this very neatly. If you go there, you will never want to eat the food. If you go there, you will see that the whole place is scattered. However, because you don't see it, my dear, when you eat the watch, you enjoy it. And you always want to go back. But you don't know how it's cooked. It's the same thing with music. A lot of the things that you enjoy, if you should know where they are coming from, it will surprise you. I want to admonish you by the help of the Holy Spirit that you begin to pray that, Father, if truly I want to give my life as a living sacrifice, help me take away secular music from my life completely. All secular music is secular music. They will see this one. There is talking about God. Which God is he talking about? I don't want to. Talk, I don't want to go there. I can talk about this for long. This is not why I came here. Your ears, living as a living sacrifice. Your body, it was on purpose that we gave our bodies to the master. I want to look, to look at the mouth. Matthew chapter fifteen, from verse eleven. And the scripture says, now what goes into the mouth defiles a man. but what com- No, not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, but what comes out of a man that defiles a man. What the scripture is saying is that you, you, Paul was trying to address an issue of eating. Of um, I don't want to go there. We don't have time. But he's saying that it's not what goes into a mouth that has a tendency of defiling a man, but what comes out of the mouth, that's what has a tendency of defiling a man. And that's the reason why you meet somebody and the person will insult you, they're all the all the things, you no, know, all the plenty curses you no. Know. When he starts, you have a perception about him. He already looks some way like this guy. But crass. That one's what? Crassini. and that's a crass. Hey, right <laughs> Baby, we need to keep we need to keep up. Old. We need to we're becoming very old. <laughs> Hallelujah. You will notice that it's what comes out of a man that has a tendency of defiling his body. Another reason why you must be intentional about what comes out of your mouth. Make it a point that your neighbor, you will not insult him. Make it a point that when someone offends you, you are intentional about knowing what comes out of the mouth. My wife and I are dealing with a certain issue with a couple and what is affecting them is the things that came out of their mouths. So, right now, when they see each other, hear me? Like, leave this place. Because what came out of the mouth was not beneficial, it was damning. And it had the capacity of limiting them. Another reason why the world was framed by the words of God. When God said, let there be, it was. The Bible, Bible didn't show that when God said, and He was holding there. No. As a result of the words that He uttered, it had the tendency of creating. So the things that he created by his words reveals the sovereignty of God. It shows us about his potency. That he is powerful. And just when he says something, it has a tendency of becoming living as a living sacrifice with your body. Now I want us to look at our hands, and you know, as for the hands, it goes to many places. So it also has a tendency of defiling you. (laughs) Hallelujah. When your hand touches certain things that it must not touch at this point in your life, you see that it has a tendency of defiling you and defiling the person that you are with. I like how you said, "Mm." (laughs) hmm. Also, your feet, there are certain places that you know that you must not go to. Sometimes your heart does not want to go. By your feet wants to go. So it leads you to certain places that you naturally would not go if you were crippled. <laughs> or, yeah. I mean, to, to think about all the stress that I have to do to push all these things to get here, because of the ease of your feet, it has the tendency of leading you, and then it can defile you. So when we are talking about defiling of sacrificing your body, with your feet is being divinely led by God. There are certain people that we have met today today who said they wish 20 years down the line they had made certain, they had avoided certain mistakes. As a result of where their feet were led them to, they led a life that led them, that led them astray of where God had, had ordained for them. Living a life with your body sacrificed. God and finally our private parts as a part of your body that has a tendency of defiling you and I want us to look at the scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 15 the Bible says that do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ shall I then take the members of Christ and make them a member members of a, of a harlot certainly not or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her? For the two, he said, shall become one flesh. But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. We have come to understand that the private part is also one of the major forces. People always feel like, oh, me, I'm not, I'm not using my private part now, so I'm holy. When you look at all the other parts of the bodies, these things, these factions have a tendency Staining your body and preventing you from being a living sacrifice to God. Hallelujah. You might be here and you might have that issue where there are certain parts of your body that is luring you into sin but I believe strongly by the power of the Holy Spirit that you will be able to override it. I don't want to emphasize on this as if this is the most important. No, this is the most deadly you lie. You'd be surprised at things that are taking people to hell. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the scripture here is saying that he that is joined to a harlot becomes one flesh, one spirit with a harlot. He that is joined to the Lord becomes one with the Lord. Sexual intercourse is one of the major ways by which you bind yourself to people. Oh, yeah. That's the reason why today, look at the name and say, yeah, kind of raw, raw. A <laughs> That's the reason why when you have sexual intercourse with somebody, all of a sudden, it feels as though there is a weight on you. Whatever the person was dealing with, you start to deal with it. Why? The pleasure has attended. <laughs> Let's go there. The pleasure, and for most of you who are here who have never done it before, Make sure you don't castigate them. You, you pray and thank God that is, yeah. There are many people who have done, who have. Let me just go here. Most of the people, and this, I'm saying this to, to most of you who might have made certain mistakes in your past. Most of the people who were used by God tremendously were people who had a, who had a horrible past. Right? They were people who had a nasty God, He loves working with, with mess so that when he brings it together, he can receive the glory. Hallelujah. So, when you look at scripture, when you look at David, what did David do? David did He was doing dangerous things. So He was seeing with his eyes, and the eyes led his feet to go somewhere. Then the feet, when the feet led him, then his private part also started doing things. By the time you see, it was a whole chemistry. Hallelujah. But the Bible classified him as a man after God's own heart. He had a horrible past. Every single person that God used in the Bible were people who had terrible pasts. Don't ever feel insufficient to run to God. He likes you. The way, he wants you. He likes you. I don't say that he wants you to feel fear, but he likes it the way you are. <laughs> Hallelujah! So all the, these great people who have been doing, oh, we don't do this. You pray for yourself that it will never happen to you, but also know that God can use you too, and He wants to have a relationship with you as well. Hallelujah. I like how you're smiling. It's just so that nobody feels. Yeah, because I've been there before. I've, I've also had a fair share of a of, of past. But I was rescued by the master himself. I like how my wife is doing like this. Fair share. I didn't say I was, but fair share. Yeah. Hallelujah. So he that is joined to a harlot, the Bible says, becomes one flesh with him. He that is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit, one flesh, one spirit with him. What that actually means is that as you separate yourself from the things that have a tendency of leading you astray to the Lord, you will become one spirit with him. Amen? The body. Very, very, very important. So as I started brooding on this, I started to ask myself a question that how do I live, how do I live a life of sacrifice? And I came to deduce that from the place of yielding to the Holy Spirit is a major way by which I can truly give my life to him by yielding to the Holy Spirit. And as Reverend Roland rightfully said, I, I, talk, I talk about the Holy, I don't, I don't have much to say. Whenever you hear me, you see me talking about the Holy Spirit. Not because I can't preach other things. Oh, I can't, by God's mercy. But that's my assignment. I've come to understand that yielding to the Holy Spirit is one of the ways by which we can truly give off ourselves. Good to see you, my dear. Give off ourselves as a living sacrifice to the Master. The Holy Spirit. And for most of you, when you heard me pray, I was telling you that the Holy Spirit is not a bed. He's not um, Captain Planet. He's not a bird. People feel like the Holy Spirit is a bird. He's a spirit. He's far away. My head has to be behaving in some way. Before I know, I've received the Holy Spirit. No, 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 no. He's a person and he wants to have a relationship with you. People of God. The major way that I know that I've come to understand by which I can truly be a living sacrifice to him is by giving my life to the Holy Spirit. He's a, He's a person. 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 And I know him. And every day, it's my heart desire that I encounter him even more. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm i trying my best not to stop praying that prayer. And every day, I I'll just caught his presence. There was one day that last week, I wasn't too well. Usually, on Mondays, I go on waiting. What waiting is? I m- move to a place where it's just myself and, and God, the Holy Spirit. Just spend time with Him. Phones off, everything off. Monday usually Monday. If you call me a Monday, you'll never get to me. It's my day of waiting. And one mon- one faithful Monday morning, afternoon, I was lying in bed, and I wanted to speak in tongues, but at that point, I, the tongues were not coming out. But I sensed that I was in the company of someone. Someone was with me in the room. And throughout, for about six hours, I didn't utter a word. All that I knew were tears streaming from my face because I knew that the Holy Spirit was with me in the room. Oh, what, what good times. If I could have that. for As I was sitting outside, this I was just telling the Holy Spirit, I wish that I didn't have to do anything. Just spend time with you. It was from one faithful day in Ashesi that I encountered the Holy Spirit in a spectacular way. It was one of the days in the NPR, Anyway, we're having one of these um, prayer party. Prayer, what do you guys call it? Prayer party. Don't miss prayer party. It was one prayer party where I was praying. And all of a sudden, I sensed that someone had touched me. And I knew there was no a human, it wasn't a human touch. It was a divine touch. And it, trust, it caused me to, to yearn for him. Like, Like, who is this? And I believe strongly that this is the same desire. As so you're sitting here, you're feeling the like heat. That's the touch of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you're feeling the heat all of a sudden. That is the touch of the Holy Spirit. And he wants to let you know that he wants to enter into a relationship with him. Everyone who encountered the Holy Spirit, his life was transformed forever. The things that they naturally were not able to do with the help of the Holy Spirit immediately, They were able to override it. The Holy Spirit. Yielding to the Holy Spirit is a major way by which you can be a living sacrifice to him. So how do I yield to the Holy Spirit? Number one, it starts by believing. By believing. and When we look look at the scripture in John chapter 7 from verse 39, the Bible says that but this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those Believing in him would receive. Believing that there is something like the Holy Spirit. Those people feel like, oh, it's, there's Jesus. Um, and there are other things, but it's just in believing that there is something like the Holy Spirit. Already you have received him. You may not, you may not necessarily shake, vibrate, but just when I say vibration, you're always laughing. <laughs> But just by believing, my dear, automatically you've received him. Just believing Automatically you have received him. I'm just looking at another scripture in Acts chapter 19 from verse 2. He said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? Then he said, So they said to him, We have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. And he said to them, Into what then were you baptized? He said, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? I want us to look at the final scripture in Galatians chapter 3 from verse 2. And it says, this only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by hearing of faith? The Holy Spirit. Another way by which we can yield to the Holy Spirit, number two, is by daily dying. And making time for him in Bible study. Or making time for him in fellowship. And I love this particularly too much. Have you noticed that there are certain times where there are camps. And when you go for the camp, you come back so much on fire. Look at your neighbor and say, on fire. Like for instance, the fire camp. And this year's fire camp is going to be something else. Make sure. Make sure you are there. Sometimes you go for fire camp, and it used to happen to me a lot, that every time I go for fire camp, the fire, no, it sustains me for like three days. And after the three days, I want to pray even two minutes, no, then I am asleep. You know why? Because of the daily acts aspect of court in his presence. When you read Leviticus chapter 9, the Bible says that, and the fire from the Lord, it came from the fire and it burned the altar. When you read Leviticus chapter 6, it shows that that fire needed to consistently be burning. So by daily dying is another way by which you yield to the Holy Spirit. What I'm talking about daily dying is by being intentional about making time for intimacy. So you might, I know for you guys, last time I was talking to somebody, I think I was talking to Glenn. And he mentioned that the, the uh, no, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. Someone it was one of the past students. He mentioned that the, uh, he slept at eleven o'clock, and eleven o'clock is early. I was like, eleven o'clock is early. Then I remember that oh, yeah, students, eleven o'clock was oh, always early or oh, it's not early. If you see somebody sleep at eleven o'clock, you tell a person it's not serious. <laughs> Usually, you must you must to you must to at least quarter 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 one a.m. 12-1. That's the time we sleep. So when a person said that he slept he's, when he, he, she goes to bed she goes to bed at at 12. And I said, that's oh, very late. He said, no, it's early. And it actually makes sense. Because when I was here, it was the same thing. I used to sleep like 4 a.m. As for my wife, she used to sleep like 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 o'clock, she was already in bed. But she will pass, she she'll do well in class. <laughs> we have to envy people like that. I always used to be very angry with her. Because while she's sleeping, I'll be learning. I'll learn, at ah, to like 3 a.m. And the thing will come and she'll pass me. I mean, what kind of life is that? <laughs> but I've come to understand that daily being intentional about intimacy with the Holy Spirit helps me live a life of sacrifice. So what I, what I used to do is that I had some alarms that I used to set. Because I knew that I'll sleep around 2 I set an alarm at 10 o'clock and when the alarm rings no matter what i'm doing i will get up and go initially it was very hard but i was very insistent in asking the holy spirit for help one of the things of the holy spirit is that he's help. he's the greatest helper in the world he helps better than um just gtp oh yeah he helps better and I've come to understand that every time I engage the help of the Holy Spirit, I've always gained an advantage. So ten o'clock, I don't know. Sometimes I just wake up and I used to, I used to pray where the um, the oh, how do they call it into the the the, the clinic. What's it called? The health center. That killed in it. Those days it wasn't there. It used to be rocks. It used to be a bush, not not really a bush, but like it was very rocky. And at those times, 10 o'clock, I was using those times to court his presence. Daily dying is one of the major ways by which you can yield to the Holy Spirit when you receive him. For most of you who are here who have never received the Holy Spirit, you'll be amazed what the kind of journey you're about to embark on. It's a beautiful journey. I'm telling you, I kid you not. It's one of the best decisions i made. Trying, being intentional about hosting his presence. Like I'm sitting there and I, I, I just know things. Last night, my wife came to lie by me. and Hey, Rade. Hey. You marry what's it? Your husband will lie by you too. My wife came from work. And she came to lie by me. And she told me ah, baby, guess. Guess what? Guess who? What is it? Guess who called me? And I just mentioned the person's name. And she was like, uh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> she was so and she kept like she when I was sitting behind my desk to prepare for today, she came to ask me again that ah, how did you know? And I said, I don't know. I just know. The Holy Spirit, I just put the thing in my spirit that this is the one she's talking about. I just and this person, we've not yeah, we we're not spoken about him in years. Years. When she mentioned the thing, I just mentioned and it's not that of late. I'm very careful about this statement, so I'll make it. <laughs> but as, as a result of intimacy with the Holy Spirit, it gives advantage. There were times, but there was this time where I used to be um, working on an album. So, uh, my first album, I released it in 2015, 2016. But in 2015, I used to be leaving school to go and record because I knew God wanted me to release in a particular point, a particular season. And there was this day that there was this exam. I think it's International Trade or something. That was my favorite course. <laughs> that was one of my favorite classes. Who teaches it now? Edgar, Asante, Edgar taught me, I love, you can ask my wife, I love that class. And I came there and I had gone to record and immediately I was done with recording. I knew I had to come to school and I was writing an exam like two days later. And what happened that day, my dear, was that, no, you can sit down, please sit down. What happened that day was that when I sat behind the paper, I didn't know what to learn because the people were confusing me. My wife and her friends, they were just quoting the thing, talking, hey, and this and this and this. And they were, and I was so intimidated. So I picked my book and I left. And I went to sit behind the thing. And I just whispered to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I hear you are a helper. Show me what I must learn. I'm not saying do shortcuts to. But you understand what I'm talking from somewhere? I just whispered to the Holy Spirit and I said, Holy Spirit, I hear, I know that you're a person. Show me what I must learn so that I don't flunk this course. Because I knew he liked, Edgar liked me. I, I, I read before class. So when, he, when, he's, when he's talking, and I'm also raising my hand and talking. And I didn't want to fail the paper. So all of a sudden, I just, I don't know what it was. It, I didn't even see the paper flip like any you know, mystical. No, 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 no. I just started learning certain things. But what happened, my brother, was that after I was done learning, I went to sit among them again. And they were talking about some other things that I had not read. And I was so confused. So instead of me to focus on what I was, what I, I felt I should learn, I didn't focus on it. I just glanced through it. And I was learning the things that they actually learn. People of God, brethren, when I went to sit there, my dear, the thing that I knew that I must learn, was lying there. Everything. And I was rather, right so I was saying, Father, something was doing me. I was sweating uncontrollably because I was in a, in a very difficult place, you know? Very, very difficult place. But I had the advantage of the Holy Spirit because he pointed out to me that, look, you are struggling. I'm here to help you. Learn this. I went to sit there. I didn't know share my palm. Baby, remember when I came and came to talk about it? He paid me rough. The advantage of the Holy Spirit, but it starts by daily dying, daily yielding to Him. I've met Him, and you will meet Him more than I'll ever meet Him. I don't know what course is too difficult for you. I know all of them. <laughs> I know you have a responsibility because, of course, God has given you a responsibility to learn. But I don't want you to ever exchange your intimacy for your books. Learn very hard. But the times that you, as you learn very hard, be intentional about making time for him. It will change the course of your life forever. People of God, I'm telling you, I won't lie to you. Reverend Roland will not bring me here to come and lie to you. He knows what I, what I what I can say will be true. As you are studying, devote your heart to your books. But make time to court the Holy Spirit. He will change your life forever. I'm telling you, I'm saying this on authority of the word. The Holy Spirit is a person. And you yield to him by being intentional on a daily basis. Every day, every day, make time. You may not be able to do one hour like I would, or two hours, or three hours, or, or go on the waiting like, like I would. But what you'll be able to do is maybe 30 minutes Devote that time. You'll be amazed the kind of encounters you will have just by having that heart, that yearning heart to want to stay in His presence. It will transform your life forever. I will not tell you a lie. I'm telling you something on authority. It changed my life. I'm telling you. I just knew that I must marry my wife, and I, 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 I'm saying this. That aside, salvation, one of the best things that God gave me is hair. Oh yeah. And for most of you who have followed me for long, you know that I'm not just doing fans. So I mean it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it. I know exactly what I'm saying. It's true. Yeah. And I know the same for Reverend Roland. They, they, they didn't just do in peace at TPEP out. Divine inspiration. So there may, there may, there may be, there may be a certain boy sending you some emails and sending you some messages, or they, they they begin to inquire from the Holy Spirit, and it will transform your life forever. He is a friend. He is no wind. Don't let anybody tell you he's a wind. He appears. One of the ways by which he can appear is like in a wind, but he's not a wind. One of the ways by which he can appear is like fire, but he's not fire. One of the ways by which he can appear is like a dove, but he's not a dove. He's a person, the person of the Holy Spirit. Can you see the conviction in my eyes when I'm talking about him? Yeah, I've met him, I'm telling you. And every day of my life, I'm trying to be daily dying. You can ask my wife, every morning, even though I know him, I wake up and I'm caught in his presence. Sometimes when I wake up, the first thing I do is I just, Master, I just want to sing to you. Then I pick my box guitar and I start to sing to him. I start to sing to him. I start to sing to him. As I'm singing to him, then I hear a sound. <laughs> Look at him. I hear a sound of sounds that angels may be singing. Sometimes I go to my bed, I go in a dream, and I hear, like I hear music. I hear some, someone singing something. And when I wake up, it's the first thing on my lip then I begin to record. Don't let anybody tell you that Holy Spirit's there before the women. Telling me I be hard too much. I mean, look at me. Like I'm a, I'm good looking. Uh, I'm a great guy. I, I need no Holy Spirit. I'm a, I'm a spirit on my own. I'm a God on my own. <laughs> We were all created to host something. You are either hosting another, a familiar spirit or you are hosting his presence. Your body, the Bible teaches us. First Corinthians chapter 6. I believe from verse 20 that we our bodies is a host of the Holy Spirit. I'm concluding. I'm concluding. Can we be upstanding? I'm telling you, if you leave me, I can speak about the Holy Spirit. I can't talk. I'm, I, I not even see the time. I can speak about him for long. And my desire is that you will have a yearning for him. I like how you are saying amen. I like it. It's my desire. Ladies, you need the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you. Guys, you need the Holy Spirit even more. To be a husband man as God is preparing you, you need him. I'm telling you, you need him. You need him. You need him. You need him more than the air that you breathe. People of God, I'm telling you a fact. You need him. You need him. Look, you need him. And this journey, for most of you who have have never embarked on this journey before, it begins today. For most of you who have started the journey, sometimes you know about him, but you've not really paid attention to him. Start paying attention to him. He's a person. It was on a faithful night where I was listening to Benny Hinn that I had this yearning for him like I'm uh, I'm talking to him. I'm praying that I I can be a Benny Hinn in your life. Yeah, and tell you about the Holy Spirit. It will transform your life forever, people of God. If you are here, you are dealing with a certain kind of desire, a certain kind of bondage. Engage the Holy Spirit. He will set you free. The benefits of the the Holy Spirit, he helps like none other. John chapter 14 from verse 16, the Bible says that, And I, Jesus was saying, I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The Holy Spirit, he comforts like no other. John chapter 14 from verse 26. And the Bible says that, But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said. Comfort. He helps like no other. He guides like no other. John chapter 16 verse 13. However, when he said the spirit of the truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. All. When he said all, he mean all. He means all. All truth. The truth concerning the purpose of your life. The truth concerning the assignment of your life. The truth concerning whom you must marry. The truth concerning where you must work. The truth concerning all truth. He will guide you there. The Holy Spirit, he convicts of sin like that other. Sometimes you may feel you are doing something. You just feel it in your heart. What I'm doing is wrong. He will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of, and of judgment. He is the source of worship to Jesus. John chapter 16 from verse 14. He will glorify me. For he will take off what is mine and declare it to you. He will glorify sets us free like none other for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit he is the governor of the kingdom who leads us into truly living a life of sacrifice in the next five minutes I just want you to close your eyes Oh, he's here. How many of you sense him? He's here. He's here. He's here. I want you to ask the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, I want to begin a journey with you. The way Barry has been talking about Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Father... Me too. I want to encounter you like this. The way Barry has been talking about Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, this He comforts me. I need comfort, you know. Can't comfort me, Holy Spirit. The way Barry has been talking about the Holy Spirit, yielding to the Holy Spirit, so that I can live a life of surrender. Holy Spirit, I want to know you. The way Barry talks about is talking about the Holy Spirit that the Holy Spirit has done this. He guided him into all truth holy spirit guide me to I to want to be guided by you speak to him he's here speak to him he's here speak to him he's here he's here he's here he's here
1: he's here he's here he's here he's here, he's here, he's here. Spirit of the Sovereign Lord, come and make your presence known, reveal the glory of the living God. Boom, boom. Spirit of the Sovereign Lord, come and make your presence known, reveal. The glory of the living God. Spirit of the sovereign Lord. Come and make your presence know reveal. The glory of the living God. Oh, Spirit of the sovereign Lord. Come and make your presence known We you for the glory of the... Oh, Spirit of the living God, I know you by
2: name. I know you. I, know you. I am not my number a Come on, lift your hands to the Holy Spirit and say, "Flood my heart, flood my vessel with You." Presence, Lord, with you. The glory of the oh, Spirit of the Living God, man, your you. also we de mouse Oh spirit of the living God. He wants to use you. He wants to fill 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 you. Oh spirit of the living God. Revealed, the glory of the oh, my Lord, Spirit of the Living God, God. Oh, let the Living let the the
1: truth of your kingdom reign in us. Let the way Holy Spirit, come now. Holy Spirit, come. We wait on you, sweet Holy Spirit. We've come to worship you. (laughs) Let the weight of your glory fall on us. We worship you. We wait on you, sweet Holy Spirit. We've come to worship you. Let the weight of your glory fall on us. We worship as we worship you. Holy Spirit, holy spirit come. Holy Spirit.
0: That is the touch of the Master. 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 master.
1: your people these ones are yours
0: sweet Holy Spirit touch your people now in the name of Jesus touch them now in the name of Jesus touch them now in the name of Jesus touch them now Touch us now, all of us, myself included. Touch us now in the name of Jesus. Yes, that's the touch of the master. If you are here, you are having an issue with your nose, breathing in your nose. That is a sign from the Holy Spirit. He's taking it away now in the name of Jesus. If you are here, you are having an issue with your left ear. You saw some pass in that left ear. Receive your liberty now in the name of Jesus. If you are here, you struggle to speak. You struggle to speak. I see the master touch your tongue. you would be surprised where when you started to be an orator, I see him touch your tongue. Yeah, I know what I know what I'm saying. If you are here, you have been receiving a lot of itches in your eye. Receive your liberty now in the name of Jesus. You are here, you've been having serious cramps, unbearable. Receive a touch from the Holy Spirit. He is a liberator. He is the liberator. He is the liberator. He is the liberator. If you are here, you rely on On um, an inhaler, receive a touch from the Holy Spirit. Yes, 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 yes. Can I? Can you? Can I get a confirmation? Who is here? Who you you use an inhaler? Inhaler. Who's that? Inhaler to breathe, breathe, breathe. Who's that? Inhaler. I know, I know what I'm saying. Master, touch them wherever they are. Holy Spirit, brood over Shesi and bring them to life. In the next five minutes, I just want you to pray the prayer, increase my desire. Increase my desire. Increase my desire for you, Holy Spirit. Come on, come on, come on, come on, talk to him. Talk to me. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's here. Come on, come on, come on. Increase my desire for the things of you. Increase my desire for for the word. Increase my desire. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. In the next 5 minutes. In the next 5 minutes. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on lift your voice and talk to the Master. Yes. As you are praying this prayer, I see him touch you. I see him touch you. If you have never spoken in the tongues in the language of the spirit, receive
2: the touch of the Master. Now. 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 Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yes, yes, yes. This thing is relationship, not religion. 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 It's not religion. It's not religion. Come on, come on, come on. Lift up your voice to the master. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. In the next three minutes, lift up your voice. Increase my desire, increase my desire, increase my desire. Leva, the the Scope, the the this is relationship, not religion we see the touch of the master 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 now 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 in the name of Jesus in the next two minutes come on come on lift your voice lift your voice lift your voice come on Come on, come on! Ask Him, increase my desire, increase my desire. Rock up, ball up, suffer, and I'm bound to conquer, and I'm gonna conquer. Increase my desire. Increase my desire. In the next one minute, come on, come on, come on, come on! Like your life depends on it! Like your life depends on it! Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on! Let me go the revival one day the number of the number the number is the the number of the number the number of the the revival starts here. the revival of the the number of the la ga 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 la ga 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 Look at it! Look at it! Look at it! it. Rain. Oh, yeah, increase our desire. Oh, out of my belly. Just the people of God. Oh, out my belly. Out my belly. Oh, shall flow. Is that the loudest you can give? Oh, one more time out of my belly. Oh, my, belly, so pure, my belly. The revival, it begins here and now. The revival, it begins here and now. Oh, one more time out of my belly. Oh, my belly, so pure, my belly. Yes, Lord.
0: master, finish this in their secret places. When they go to their rooms, complete it. Whisper to them. Wake them up at all times. Cause their hearts to burn for you. Increase their desire so that truly they will
2: be a living sacrifice to you. Let let, let this desire burn in their inner man like ever before.
0: In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. If you were blessed by this, share it with someone and be an agent of impactful change for the kingdom of God. God bless you.